Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best hand gesture. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. This topic was suggested by Sarah. And I have which no Sarah? How I don't know. There are a lot of Sarahs. I know it's Sarah without an H. Okay. I don't know where it was or how it was. Or I'm going to go ahead and guess that it was Sarah Bareilles. That was probably because I don't think she has an H, and you know she's she's probably bored backstage at uh, at waitress going. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just going to listen to podcasts and then missing an entrance and being like, oh no, I was listening to we got this with Mark and Hal and I missed my entrance. And then she made that hand gesture where you hold up one finger to say, just a second, I'm coming. Yeah, but she held up the wrong finger because she doesn't know about hand gestures. And now it's in the paper how rude Sarah Bareilles was to her audience. Oh, my goodness. You got to learn your hand gestures. You got to know your hand gestures, people. But we're not here to talk about hand gestures. We're, yes, we wait. Are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, this worked out well. Yeah. we. Ha- this is a day where we're recording two episodes back to back. Yeah. And we were texting about this before, just to give everybody some inside baseball. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that you were looking at best hand gesture, which I had looked at earlier and thought, oh, that might be an interesting one. And I, it felt like something you would pick. Yeah. And then your, uh, we'll tell the other half of the story next week because you <laughs> correctly guessed the topic that I was going to yes. pick. Because like, I was like, well, that's the pick. most Hal topic on this thing. Yeah, exactly. But you'll find that out next week. For now, we're going to talk about hand gestures. Stay tuned next week to find out the end of this mildly interesting story. Not even really. Yeah, it's not interesting at all. (laughs) There's nothing to it. I mean, you are interesting. You are an interesting person. So are you. Thanks, buddy. Two interesting people. Yeah. You should have heard the the interesting tirade I was going on right before we started recording. I'm very mad at my computer right now, everybody. Did you use a special hand gesture for that computer? I wish I could have used a special two-hand gesture that involved picking up my computer and throwing it out a window. (laughs) But But we're all better now. I'm here. I'm alive. I have nothing to complain about. There you go. Yeah. So let's talk hand gestures. Yes. Uh, this one, of course, piqued my interest because it's not something that we think about all the time, but it is, it is something that I guess you think about it when you look at your list of emojis and you get all those little yellow hands that are doing assorted things and you try to pick which hands are doing the correct gesture for what you want to say. Are you a gesture guy? I'm Italian, so I'm a gesture guy. I feel like I do talk with my hands. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. And I, I am a fan of, of hand gestures. I don't know why. It just seems like a, an interesting way to communicate. And I, I assume we should rule out sign language, which is an entire language right. made up of hand and body gestures. Right. So we're um, not going to dip into that. Maybe there are a few things that have their roots in, in sign language that have become sort of everyday hand gestures. Possibly. I, I think could sort of cross over. But I think on a whole, the best collection of hand gestures is sign language. Yeah. Just because it allows people to communicate with one another. But we're talking about stuff like, give me a minute. Uh, we're talking about the, the, the shorthand hand gestures yeah. uh, that, that have universally come to mean something. Uh, do you have a favorite hand gesture that you use more than others? You know, my first thought was the one I like the least. Which is what? Finger guns. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't like finger guns. I well, you'll be happy to know in any list of of great hand gestures and their history and origins that I have scoured the internet for. Finger guns is never mentioned. No. I think finger guns is specifically for current Brazilian dictators. Because mm-hmm. that guy is, as we all saw on John Oliver, a finger guns aficionado. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Some, uh, I think it's been played out for a very long time. Yeah. At this point, it's only popped collars that give finger guns, it feels like. Yeah. Pop collars and finger guns. That's, yeah. that's my new album. <laughs> my Yacht Rock album that's coming out. Oh, man. I would listen to that Yacht Rock album. It's very good. It's very mellow and soothing. 
Do you have a favorite that, that pops out to you or one yeah. that, that you elicit a strong feeling? Uh, well, I generally have a tendency to throw up, uh, the, the rock hands. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, index finger and pinky extended, which I found a, a very cool, uh, a very cool origin story of, which we will get to. We can go through a lot of the, we will go through a lot of the, the classic hand gestures and, uh, some of the history behind them and their usefulness. And uh, what criteria do you want to use today? Is usefulness is the number of words that it is shorthand for? Sure. Is it ubiquitousness? Is it, what are we, what are we looking at? I think it's all of those. I think those all sort of factor in. I think that whatever our winner is will satisfy a lot of those, a lot of those criteria to a, a decent degree. Like it's a well-known gesture. Most people know what it means. Like it maybe crosses some cultural boundaries, which some do, some don't. Right. And some mean different things across different cultural boundaries. Absolutely. So I, I think those all kind of factor in, but I, I want to hear the history of the, of the rock. Isn't that also like the, the devil's horns? Uh, so it was very, it was briefly, uh, used in 1969, uh, by, uh, Anton LaVey, sure. uh, who was the, the father of the Church of Satan, that he used the horn sign to represent the devil. But that is not what I use it for. No. Um, the modern rock hands version of it, uh, began in 1979 when Ronnie James Dio took over as the lead singer for Black Sabbath. Uh, so Ozzy Osbourne used to throw up double V signs, like, uh, you know, like, like uh, Nick, like Nixon Churchill. victory Churchill signs. Yeah. Uh, and that was his thing. And Dio wanted one that was his, that wasn't, you know, cause he was the new lead singer. He's replacing this iconic Ozzy Osbourne. So he wanted something new. So, uh, his Italian grandmother used to throw up that index finger and pinky extended, now known as rock hand, uh, to uh his italian grandmother would hold that up to ward off evil like it was an i don't know i don't know how far back this ancient italian tradition of warding off evil with an extended index and pinky finger i don't know how far back that goes but it's right. rock and roll origins are 1979 the year i was born and ronnie james dio so i like to think that rock hands are exactly they were born when i was born so um so i'm a big fan of rock hands yeah, I like it too. I, they're, they're great. I definitely use them a lot. They're very commonly used. I think everybody knows what it means because music is, is a fairly universal language and, and, mm -hmm. uh, Ronnie James Dio and Black Sabbath toured the world as, as have many other, uh, rock artists that use that same hand gesture. Yeah. So it has become universally worldwide known as rock and roll. Yeah. Which I love. So that's my favorite. What's your favorite? I, I this is my that's that's my favorite like personal that I use a lot, not I, like I don't think it's gonna win. I don't use it a lot, but I like the shaka a lot, which is sort of the hang loose surfer yeah thing that has a Hawaiian origin. Some say it is it's uh, <laughs> from a guy named uh, Hamana Kalili. Oh yeah, who lost the three middle fingers of his right hand while working at the Kahuku Sugar Mill. <laughs> yep. So he gave like an all clear wave. Which turned into, it's like the symbol in Hawaii. When, when I was there, uh, when Jennifer and I were there for our honeymoon, we were there during Halloween and there is a parade on Maui that featured, I think the, I think it's the mayor of Maui and he's riding and instead of waving to everybody, he's throwing shakas out. Like that is the symbol of like the aloha spirit. So it's, it's yeah. more than, I feel like the eighties in particular and skater surfer culture, even mm -hmm. before that sort of turned it into like a, yeah, brah. Hang loose, yeah. bra, but it, it does kind of have a deeper meaning, which I like a lot. And I think it's become a symbol for just like somebody who's chill. Nobody who's stressed out throws up a shaka. Yeah. You're not going to see Vladimir Putin end a press conference with a shaka. No. And you won't see somebody like, Oh, I gotta hurry to get to the dry cleaners before they close and then throw a shaka at somebody. Did you just, just do, do that so you could do your Jim Dale impression? <laughs> Because that was very clearly your yeah. Jim Dale as Hermione impression. It occurred to me as I was doing it that maybe a person who's in a rush sounds like sounds like Jim, Jim Dale. Hermione. Yeah, <laughs> they're not dissimilar to one another. No, I've got to get to this restroom in the Starbucks quickly. You, I have to go to the bathroom. Hurry, Ooh. hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> but yeah, I like the shaka a lot. And then my personal, the one I use the most probably that I love is the "I love you." 
which is sign language, which is sign language, so it doesn't count in this, but is very sweet. But I also, th- I also feel like, isn't it something? Isn't that something that's crossed over? That was the thing when I was talking about something that I that I thought it crossed over specifically from sign language. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what you were thinking of. Maybe because it's something that my mother and I used a lot growing up. You know, my my parents, like the three of us, would use that, and now Jennifer and I use it. And mm-hmm. I guess I assumed that everybody sort of widely uses it, but maybe not. Is that something you used growing up or used? Not like I, – I don't no. think with the ubiquity that you use it. Okay. So then so then maybe that one's just me. But it, but it's – I mean, look, if it's got a personal – if it's got a personal attachment to you and it is it – is, yeah, it's, it's around enough that I think there's an emoji for it. Like if – I think that there that is. would be – that's the symbol of if it is crossed over <laughs> – into the mainstream from just uh, ASL is is there an emoji for it? Sure, you know that yes. like and by by the way the fact that I just uh, use that as a metric when I throw my computer out the window I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about a couple of them that have two fingers being thrown up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about one that has one finger being thrown up. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The thumbs up? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to go there so early. Tell no, me. we're going there early. It, look, it's early in the morning on a Sunday. Let's talk about the bird. All right. Um, it's the word. The bird is the word. Mm-hmm. Look, it, I, there's no way that this is going to win because I don't want for, for our show, for us, like this is, this is our show. We don't want a rude, like a gesture that means I don't like you. To be the one that wins. Yeah. There's no, but boy, is it useful. It is. It's it for catharsis more than anything. There is definitely a strong cathartic feeling when you, when you throw that up or throw two of them up or you cross the, the one hand over the other. Right. As if, oh, the full version. Here's the bird or the double bird or here's the, here, this is the one thing I will say about the, about the bird Mm -hmm. that is a positive. Are the number of elaborate ways you can flash it. You can blow your finger up like a balloon. Oh, sure. Reach in your pocket and pull it out. Yep. You can turn a hand crank. <laughs> you can, you can I start love the hand it, crank version. You can start with it pointing downwards and say, you can't hear me. Maybe I should turn it up. Mm-hmm. You can hold up three fingers and say, read between the lines. Yeah. It's, I think it's the most creative of the hand gestures. Is that yeah. fair to say? I think so. Absolutely. Would you have a favorite version of that that you use? I think the, the, like using your thumb as the inflator is my favorite. I like the hand crank because I always make it get stuck halfway through and then I put <laughs> oil on it and then finish it. <laughs> you can see, so you can add your own flair. You can yeah. make it your own. That's no. my bird. Yeah. This isn't, this is not just a bird. Well, there are as many different kinds of birds as there are birds. That's true. Yeah. Shout out to the casual birder podcast. That's right. We're going to start our own sh- casual birder podcast that's just us giving each other assorted versions of the middle finger. <laughs> but casually. <laughs> I do like the one where the other three uh, fingers and thumb curl in slightly. Oh, yeah. So it's like you're peeling the, the, the bird. Yeah. So like I, they, 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 they're not all the way. You're not making a full fist correct. with this bird. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I saw Chevy Chase do that in, in the original Fletch. Which I thought was a hilarious way to give the middle finger. <laughs> so at the tender age of eight or nine, when I, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, that's how I, that's going to be my thing. That's how I'll give the figure. That might be the funniest thing that Chevy Chase has ever done. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> is how he gave the finger. Oh my God. Well, you know what? If it's stuck with you, then he's done some good in the world. There you go. Right. The middle finger origins. Let's talk briefly about the origins of the middle finger. Sure. How old do you think the middle finger is? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm going to say it dates to the before the common era. Oh, wow. You are. Oh man. You are almost, you, you're almost exactly right. It dates to the first century. Uh, the first oh. century of the common era, 100 or so AD. And it was meant to represent, uh, a different body part than a finger. Sure. And, uh, and it was, it was designed to ward off evil influences. A lot of these are based in warding off evil. Like yeah. a lot of hand gestures seem to be about doing magic. Like Hogwarts is full of hand gestures. Yeah. 
I imagine this one every once in a while because, you know, high schoolers. Sure. Or middle schoolers. Dr. Strange uses hand gestures to yeah, perform his exactly. the mystical arts. If Dr. Strange used just threw up a couple of birds and that made some sort of mystical thing happen, I would love that. That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was how it began back with the ancient Romans. So that is how old the middle finger is. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think of more. Do we have more? It's not going to look. It's not going to win, but I, I don't want to give short shrift to the the wonderful middle finger. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been uh, actually offended when someone gave you the middle finger? Or is it just one of those things that's like, well, that's sort of quaint and odd and not at all productive use of words. In a car, if somebody gives me the middle finger, mm-hmm. then I'm already mad at them. So it's I will give it back or just be like, you're a jerk. You're a, you're a terrible person. <laughs> and that finger is proof. So I, I've already, I've already reacted and then the finger happened. How many times do you think you've given someone the finger while you're driving? If I had a nickel, Mark. <laughs> really? I had an, oh yeah. Are you a, are you a, a casual finger tosser in the car? No, not anymore. There was a time where, where I did it more <laughs> liberally. Now I do like the, I shake my head like you are dumb or I hold the one hand up like, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I had I had a woman cut me off yesterday or try to cut me off, like mm-hmm. get into my lane. And I honked the horn more to let her know that I was there. Not like I was not. I was in a particularly good mood, so I wasn't mad about it. I was like, oh, bah, 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 bah. well, hold on, lady. And I got the best version of a hand gesture, which was like a little. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Little like timid wave. Out yeah. the window, and I was like, "Oh, that's okay." Like it was just—it was the most pleasant near accident I've ever had while driving. <laughs> I once—quick <laughs> story—I uh, was once with my mother and my brother and sister uh, and myself in our minivan when I was growing up, and um, I was sitting in the far back seat, and my brother was sitting in one of the captain's chairs in the middle. Along with my sister. They had the two captain's chairs. I was in the far back. Because middle child, whatever. I'm not going to get mad at it now. And there's this car going incredibly slowly in front of us. And my mother likes to drive quickly. And she was yelling at this car to get over. And finally, this car gets over. And so we zip past this car. And I, thinking I'm helping my mom out, just throw up a middle finger. And I'm like 10. I throw up a middle finger in the window and then that particular car, that particular unmarked police vehicle turns on his red and blue flashing lights and gets back behind us and pulls my mom over. And (laughs) and (laughs) because my brother is in the captain's seat in the middle of the back. It is very easy for me to tuck myself back in the corner in the far back seat. Mm-hmm. So this cop pulls my mom over. My mom rolls out. And this is a very grumpy Tennessee cop uh, who does not like having a kid give him the middle finger. He pulls us over. My mom rolls down her window. She doesn't know what's happened. She's like, is everything okay? And he shines a flashlight right in my brother's eyes. And it's like, did you flip me off, kid? And my brother, what? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. And the cop doesn't believe him. And he keeps the flashlight on him for a few seconds and turns back to my mom and says, keep it under 55. Then turns the flashlight back on my brother and says, you flip me off again and I'm throwing you in jail, kid. (laughs) And he went and got back in his car. And my brother is terrified. Uh. And I am silent in the back seat. And my mom turns around and goes, Gabe, did you flip that cop off? And he went, no. (laughs) We started driving again, and it's silent for about 30 seconds. And then I just hear, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) At which point, I could not stop laughing. (laughs) So I was totally busted. (laughs) Anyway, that's my middle finger story for the day. That's fantastic. Sorry, Gabe. Sorry, Mom. You're not that sorry. I'm not that sorry. I think it, I still think it's hilarious. But yeah. kids listening, I know we have some kids listening. Don't get your don't, don't siblings in trouble. Don't give people the finger. It's very rude. Unless, okay. you know, unless they 
make you mad like like your howl driving. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull you over. Um all right, well what if we what if we, <laughs> No, he will arrest you. Hal will just straight up arrest you. You will um, be arrested by me. All right, we've talked about the Shaka. We've yeah. talked about Shaka with an A. We've talked about the rock hands. We talked yeah. about the middle finger. Let's talk briefly. We we glossed over, I didn't mean to, the uh the sign language love hand. That's the opposite of a middle finger. Yes. That is a, a gesture of joy, a gesture of love. Does it lose points for not being as common as some of these others? I think it's, yeah. I mean, again, this is my favorite, but I don't, mm-hmm. or one of my favorites, one of the ones I use mo- most commonly with a, with a select group of people. Uh, so I don't think it should be the best, but it's interesting. It's spelled, you know, you have the three letters, you have the I, the L and the, the letter U. Oh, is that what makes it? That's how it was described to me. Oh. I could be wrong. All right. right. And now I'm and looking at it and I'm aiming it at myself, which is, you know, it's important to love yourself. And I'm just aiming an I love you hand at myself right now. There you go. Yeah. It's also how Spider-Man makes the web shooters go. Oh, my God. You're such a nerd. You turn it over <laughs> and you're Spider-Man. <laughs> you love everybody. You're Spider-Man. That's pretty cool. Let's uh before we get to I think we'll take a break before we get to the big guns, but let's get uh oh, I want to throw one more into the, you know, second tier maybe category, okay. which is what I would consider these so far. Yeah. For the most part. Um and that is the V sign. The V for victory. Okay. Uh the V for victory throwing up the which has become known as a peace sign. Right. Now, uh it was a derogatory gesture in England for a very long time. Still is if your palm is facing you. Um, it's a sort of a crude gesture, but that all changed on January 14th, 1941, when the former Belgian minister of justice, Victor de Lavellier, I think is how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. He, uh, went on the radio and urged people to use the V sign to rally their countries during World War II, meaning the V meaning victory in French and Vrijheid, uh, which means freedom in Dutch. So being in Belgium, Little French, little Dutch. The V means both victory and freedom and was thrown by allies throughout the war who were, you know, in, in defiance of the Nazis and also uh, to rally their own people. It has since become symbolic of peace and uh, for many tourists is just what you do in every picture. Yeah, this is one. I mean, you talk about versatility. This one mm-hmm. means peace. It means victory. It could also mean goodbye, like peace out. Yeah. It can mean um, two. It quite can mean simply. Two. You want two of something? Yeah. That's right. So it's it's a little versatile. I I don't know. Does it feel like it's played out a little bit? I don't think it's played out so much. I don't know. I guess because is that because you associate it with the sixties and the hippies movement? No, not not necessarily. Well, yeah, the sixties are so played out, man. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Does it seem it? old timey because you've seen pictures of, you know, flower children in San Francisco throwing it up? I'm just trying to think how often. Because if that's the case, then music and nudity are also passe, and I will never let that happen. No, we can't allow that. I it, there's something about it. I can't remember the last time I saw it and felt like there was a sincere feeling behind it. Outside of like peace out, it just there's something about it that yeah that, like, we've gotten pretty far away from from the symbol that it was initially mm-hmm. and the symbol that it became in the 60s and 70s. Do you think now it's just been Instagramified? Yeah, it just feels like oh we we do it when we're in a exactly the thing like we're in a picture let's throw yeah. up the double peace sign we're we're saying goodbye to somebody it's gone from from being a more powerful message. To shorthand. Yeah. But aren't these, these, isn't that all what these are? Some, some of them are, yeah. I mean, they all are shorthand for something, but I feel like this is one that has, that, that, it just feels like the teeth have been taken out of it. Yeah. I would agree with that. Maybe it's different somewhere else in the world, but Mm -hmm. here it just feels like it's the, the, it's been declawed. Yeah. It's bordering on finger guns. Yes, it's in it's, dangerous territory. It's in dangerous. Ironically, <laughs> it is in the same dangerous territory that is occupied by finger guns. <laughs> I don't uh, think that. I think that's mean to say about the peace sign, though. That it is. I don't mean to be mean to. I yeah. Just, I don't. No, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying comparing it. Comparing it to. Comparing it to finger guns is a mean thing to do. 
that's true. That's I apologize for it's that. No, yeah, not as uh, uh, broy as finger guns. Yeah, yeah. There's no toxic masculinity behind uh, behind the peace sign. Yeah. Uh, unless you end it with peace out, Brosifs. Then you're okay. Yeah. Oh, then you're okay. No, no. Oh, Hal, we gotta. Huh? I gotta take you back to class. Oh no. Well, while you do that, <laughs> take me to a brief class, and we'll take yes. a break, and people can hear from the other shows on Maximum Fun. And then we'll talk about the big hand gestures, the biggies, the ones that you're like, why haven't you mentioned that? Calm oh yeah. Down. Don't worry. To it. We'll Jeez. get there. God. <laughs> Listen to we'll some right. wonderful show ads. Yeah. We'll be right back. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow, the cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. (laughs) We talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one... Weather? (laughs) One time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. (laughs) So check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. All right, we're back. All right. Thank you for my lesson. <laughs> I did, yeah, during I that it. during that break, I gave Hal an extended lesson yeah. on, yeah. Look, What's me so rambling on about the history of something is kind of par for the course with both yeah. our show and our friendship. I <laughs> Listen, I give you a thumbs up for that. Which Ooh. I think we should talk about. Let's talk about the thumbs is, up. This is a misunderstood. A lot of people think that that in the in the in ancient Rome that thumbs up meant kill them because they go to heaven. Thumbs down meant stay on earth. Some people reverse that. The truth is, if the thumb came out, it meant stab and kill the gladiator. Mm-hmm. And then that was taken over by I think was it the French where you count with your thumb. Like thumbs up became positive because it's the first number that you start with when you're when you're hand counting in Europe or in France. So that became like number one and a good thing. And people would press their thumbs together to seal business deals. So they, again, revisionist history. And now the thumbs up. Is that true? That I did not, I did not know that about the, uh, the thumbs up. Yeah. And now that was where it came from. Yeah. Now the thumbs up, uh, has become, I don't know, like, Hey, good job. Thumbs up. It's okay. I approve. And then thumbs down has always been. Now has become I disapprove. So I think th- just the thumb in general, thumbs up, thumbs down, is mm-hmm. one collective gesture or flip sides of the same coin. It doesn't make sense to. to no, I don't think we need to separate them exactly. And this is one that's definitely, though it does have those ancient origins. It is in maybe it's it's maybe having its most use now than it's ever had with the advent of Facebook and the like. Yes, you know what I mean. I, like this one, this one is the. I think this one gets used more in emoji form than it does in actual hand form. Probably not for a while. I think the, the thumbs up, thumbs down, the Siskel and Ebert mm-hmm. made it a very popular way to sort of rate things. They, it sort of got adopted from there. And then the Fonz made thumbs up. You know, everybody was doing <laughs> right. thumbs up in the, in the late seven, mid to late seventies and early eighties because the Fonz did it and the Fonz was the coolest guy on TV. Do you think that thumbs up, thumbs down, um, oversimplifies things that don't necessarily need to be simple? Like, I know that there are film reviewers who for the longest time had, uh, had shied away from the star system, right. meaning like they're not going to give one, two, three, or four stars to a movie because then people won't actually listen to the substance of what they're reading. They will, they will just see, okay, well, this is the number of stars. So like, with the Siskel and Ebert or later Ebert and Roper or now Roper at the movies or whatever, the, whoever this is on the show now. Um, yep. 
Like the idea of just thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you think that it, its downfall might be that it makes too basic a thing that is, that is more nuanced? Like, like, and if, if, here's a terrible version of it. Yeah. If something bad happens to someone and they are either, uh, venting out of frustration or sadness or the need for catharsis and your only choice to give them a pat on the back or a, I feel for you. It's going to be okay. Or wow, that sucks online is a thumbs up. You know what I mean? Well, like yeah. any, any, any post that begins with, with a heavy heart, I blah, blah, blah. And the only button you have to choose from is a heart or a thumbs up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think face, it's interesting. Like Facebook is like, here are the ways you react to everything. You give it a thumbs up, a heart. An angry face, a yeah. sad face, a laugh. Well, Facebook, yeah, Facebook has, a, I, I'm wow. told, I'm told Facebook has more of those now than, there, there than Twitter six. does. There's, so what is it? It's a thumbs up, heart, heart, um, uh, wow. Okay. Ha ha. Okay. A laughing face, an angry face, mm-hmm. or a crying face. But no thumbs down. No, they, I think they refuse to add it because it gives people, it, it Thumbs down is uh, thumbs down can be a powerful thing. Yeah, like it takes it takes three emojis. They're like thumbs up means I like this. Thumbs down could be any of a number of things. Let's yeah, let's unpack that. Okay, yeah. feels yeah, feels more personal. Yeah, like hey, I just got uh, you know my my child just got their their learner's permit today. I'm so proud of them. And somebody puts a thumbs down up there. <laughs> what who? <laughs> You well, monster. also, but who would pick any of the negative ones? If you're like, my kid got their learner's permit, and then you just put like a sad crying face? <laughs> like, what? Wh- Look, some people just hate learner's permits. <laughs> I put an angry face. <laughs> another driver I have to deal with? Another stupid driver on the road? No, they're learning. They're learning. Can you just take the bus? Do you find oh. yourself... <laughs> That's terrible. Nah. Yeah, you climb the ladder and then kick it down behind you when you're done. <laughs> oh my god. Best. That's it's you know, it's what's best for them. What were you going to ask me? Do you find do you find yourself uh more or less forgiving when you see a car that has that big student driver sticker across the back? Or just uh, like, well, I'm going to get out of their way. I yeah, I just think I've got to create distance. Yeah, that's fair. I always think like if I see them I'm like I always kind of root for them. Sure. Unless I'm in a huge hurry, and then I'm like, nope, I ain't got time for this, buddy. Sorry, you're about to feel what it feels like when a car zips past you. <laughs> I do feel – I think I feel bad for the student driver because mm-hmm. I remember how stressful it was being a student driver yeah. with the the instructor having the car that where he has his own steering wheel oh. and gas and brake. Wait, does he have his own steering wheel? I thought he just had his own gas and brake pedal. Or maybe only gas and brake. I forget. Can you buy those? Would that be nice? I don't even think it's a gas pedal. I think it's just a brake pedal. <laughs> I kind of want to buy a, one of those uh, extra brake pedals and just carry it with me when I'm going to ride shotgun in someone's car <laughs> and not tell hey, them. Do they have one that you can't see? I know we're leaving. Can you just give me five hours with your car first? <laughs> I promise I'll be real quick. Oh. Well, you know, look, sometimes when you're a passenger, you're like, okay, okay, that, that speedometer says 90. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, well, you know what? We'll get there fast. Okay. Let me just hold on to this. Oh, sure. You do the thing where, where you hold on to the handle. Mm-hmm. That's the you- passive aggressive, please slow down. You just reach up and grab that handle. Slowly, you're, you start slinking like back into, you start pushing your body back into the seat. Your legs mm-hmm. get very straight and you're, <laughs> and you're pressing your, your right foot where the brake pedal would be on your side, yeah. hoping Somehow that, that you magically turn the car into a student driver car. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't, but yes. I don't understand how that's how you always ride, uh, ride shotgun when I'm driving. Oh, that's I, weird. Oh, huh. I don't, huh, you noticed that. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, Yo's thumbs um, down run. <laughs> honorable mention before we get to the big ones the really yeah. the two, i'd say the two big ones that we have left okay honorable mention to the fingers crossed 
which uh, has morphed into mean good luck, originally began with the early Christians who were signaling to one another uh, with this sign of the crossed fingers, much like drawing the fish in the sand with their feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when it was illegal to be a Christian. That was how they would uh, do the gestures. And that gesture has morphed into fingers crossed. But does it beat the handshake or the high five? No. Let's talk about the handshake and the high five. Uh, no, the three then, the fist bump. The fist bump. What about the military salute? Oh, the mil- so there's four left. I forgot. I use the salute a lot. Really? I feel like I use that a lot when somebody asks me to do something or, th- or it's generally when somebody thanks me for something. Okay. If, if somebody's like- thanking you for something, that's one thing. If somebody is asking you to do something and you salute them, is that not kind of passive aggressive? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what do you work in my office all of a sudden? <laughs> Jeez. Someone's like, Hey, how can you handle this? And you're like, I feel like. A salute to someone when they ask you to do something is the hand gesture equivalent of, yes, sir, or yeah, yes, ma'am. It depends on how you deliver it. So it's all context, right? It's right. how you express it. I I don't generally do it passive aggressively. I just do it like, you got it. Uh, message received. All right. Copy that. All right. Over and out. Um, rubber ducky. <laughs> is rubber ducky your call sign? Yeah. Alright, this, uh, oh, breaker breaker one nine, and this is rubber ducky. <laughs> Looking for I a swim. Big, yeah, I got a great big convoy. Uh, I make bath time lots of fun. Yeah. Over. Do you know the, the, the origins of the salute, by the way? This is another fun one that I did not know. And it's the reason that I used to think that a British salute was kind of silly looking. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, actually, that feels more correct than an American salute. Um, because it originally began with, uh, lifting up the visor on your helmet, on your knight. Mm. On your, on your, uh, military helmet. And also, uh, starting in the 1800s, uh, subordinate, uh, military, uh, subordinate, um, troops would, uh, take their headwear off in the presence of a superior officer, which became cumbersome when the helmets got heavier and the hats got, uh, bigger. So they would just, uh, salute as if to say, I would take my hat off right now, but you get it. It's like four pounds. It's very big. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's just the, the brief, uh, the, the brief little history of the salute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like a salute. I do feel like, I feel like it's easier to use the salute. If you are not in the military, it's easier to use the salute in a passive aggressive way. Yeah. I, I know you only want to, t- I, there, can we just talk about a couple more before we get to the what, handshake, high five, fist bump? Is that? Yeah. Sure. What else um, is on your list? The Vulcan hand sign. Oh my God. You're such a nerd. It's also, uh, it's also <laughs> work from work used. <laughs> Not yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not helping your case. Still, it's a universal greeting that a lot of us use. Uni- universal, uh, throughout the actual universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a shout out to finger glasses. Wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. I want to get back to the Vulcan salute because there is something yeah. I want to say about the Vulcan salute. Yes. In a very like Comic Con cosplay way, mm-hmm. a Vulcan salute is saying to someone, you like a thing that I like, I bet. Yeah. And someone does it back and they're like, I do like that thing that you like. If you don't already know this about them, yeah. then it is a shared moment of pop culture joy. True. So I will, I will, I will, I will definitely, uh, I will definitely give a happy shout out to the Vulcan sign. Do you think a uh, couple more? Mm-hmm. The fist pump, the fist pump where you're like, yes. Uh, which is something you can do to yourself or to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, you, how do you yes, fist pump somebody it. else? You, cause you, they do something, you go like, yes. Oh, it yeah. It's accompanied by that. Yes. Or yeah. when you do it, uh, when you do something yourself, it's something you can do with other people or by yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need another person to, to communicate. It's like a, it's just like an expression of, of joy. Either like, I'll do it when I'm watching a sporting event and something really good happens. I go like, yes. Um, but it's funny. I never, people. I never really use, I don't think I use that gesture at all. Uh, which is why to me, it feels like, like if I, if as an actor, if I use that gesture in a scene, it would feel disingenuous. I would feel like I was, uh, faking that I was excited about something, but right. I understand that people use it actually in earnest. If I was doing it, it, it would feel showy for me. Like I was pretending to be excited about something. Right. But that's just because it's not in my hand vernacular. Sure. You know, but I do understand completely. Like, you know, when someone does that gesture, you know exactly what is happening. You know exactly how they feel. Right. 
I like also the the prideful version of that, uh, which is the old timey clasp your hands together and then go back and forth between them over your shoulders as if like oh, yeah. giving yourself an old timey hip hip hooray. Yes. Yes. They're, I'm a big fan of that old timey move. Yeah, that's that's a great one. I mean, there's so many. One that I think is a very simple one mm-hmm. is the come here where you point and then curl your finger up and back. Everybody knows yeah. what it means. It allows you to select one person and you know what they – it is almost impossible not to know what's being asked of you when somebody yeah. curls their finger towards themselves after pointing at you. I also think it's impossible for that to be a neutral gesture. Yeah, you're in trouble. It, or it's or it's sexy. Or it's sexy. Like that – depending on how someone points at you and then curls their finger toward themselves as if to beckon you over – I, there are, it seems like the only two, there's no neutral version. There are only two versions of that. And that is you are in trouble or come here. I'm going to turn the lights off. <laughs> that is true. You know what I mean? So it has a couple different meanings. Sure. Uh, now, if you right. don't know which of those meanings you are in for in the moment, right. that can be problematic. Yes, it can. Yeah. That can be a real problem. So if you get a. Look, you'll get called over and then somebody will turn the, the lights off and then punch you in the face. <laughs> Don't even think that the lights going out is a good thing because yeah. the next, the next lights that go out could be yours. Ooh, that tagline has got to be on a poster about a boxing movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, it'll be but the it's, one that we write. Yeah, but it's so punny that it's probably in like a kid boxing. I guess there have been a lot of kids sports movies. Has there ever been a kid boxing movie? Um, no. Do you have a strong desire to have a bunch of kids fight each other on film for you? No, I, but I kind of like the idea. Like, you know, there was that summer where Little Big League, Angels in the Outfield, and Rookie of the Year all came out. Yes. I like the idea that there's a movie where a little kid somehow manages to get himself into, not into Major League Baseball, but the Heavyweight World Boxing Association. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that image just made me laugh. It's like little Mac in, uh, in, uh, punch out. He's yeah. so much smaller than the rest of them, but he the, jumps to punch the faces. The name of that movie is going to be the hospital kid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. all right. What else is on your, what else is on your list there, of, uh, there are so lesser many. used? Uh, yeah. The arms out. That means, can I have a hug? Which I always, to me, is always Dr. Evil going, can I have a hug? Come on. <laughs> hug me. Let's go. But this, I mean, I'm, yeah, that's, these are, the, that's, that's more a, whole... a, that's more a body gesture. That's more, yeah. I guess, where do we draw the line between body language and a hand gesture? Because even the fist sure. pump to yourself involves your full arm and your elbow and your shoulder extending. Uh, what about waving? Is that like a whole thing? Because you've got the pageant wave, which is hand, wrist, hand, wrist, elbow, or the royal wave. Right. Then you've got the the opening and closing of the fingers to say bye, goodbye. It's just generally not a hello. Uh, which is like, I feel like is for nephews. Yeah. And when you wave the hand back and forth, when you just tilt it at the wrist, that's saying hello. Wait, you never just do the regular, like, you, you don't have a universal wave for hello and goodbye? I, I like you use you use the hand open goodbye. hand close for goodbye and the hand wave for hello. To me, the hand open close is more of a goodbye. The hand the hand if done very slowly while a piano plays could that definitely goodbye. means goodbye at the end of a movie. <laughs> it's time to say yeah. goodbye. Like if an alien if an alien were going to learn a human hand gesture for goodbye, yeah. I think it would be the opening and closing. Speaking of aliens using hand gestures, how about solfege? Do we want to talk about that? About what? I guess that's a whole language. That's the hand, uh, hand symbols for the notes. For the, what notes? The, the, do, 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 in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. The oh, you have, but you're aware of that piece of music. I'm aware of that movie and I've heard the phrase, they're here. And there's yeah. something about mashed potatoes being important, but that might just be the UHF knockoff version of the movie. It is a, uh, yeah, he, t- he uses mashed potatoes to make, I think, Devil's Peak in Wyoming, which is where the encounter happens. Uh-huh. It's worth watching. But All right. They use hand symbols to communicate the notes of that little yeah. musical phrase. And you know what? The aliens. The alien comes out and like does the, the hand thing with its weird hands, with its weird alien hands. I guess it's normal for them. 
I don't. I, let's see <laughs> yeah, he's got normal thing. hands for an alien. Yeah, aliens are like you know how we all have long skinny fingers and and they're they are awkward how they bend, right? And the aliens are like, yeah. <laughs> One's like, I got out of the ship. We're on Earth. We're communicating music via hands. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. And they have these little stubby curlers oh, going man. on. I don't you mean know, those? Just, you mean those? Oh yeah, you went down to Earth. The, we, yeah, we call them nubs. Yeah, That's the, the the whole planet full of bunch of nubs. Yeah, these nubs—they're waving their little nub, their little nubs around. I don't even know how they play music, frankly. Oh my god, their fingers are so short. How do they Ugh. even get the peanut butter out of the long jars that they must use, just like us? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, by the way, one of our buddies on the ship invented something he calls tools. Oh, cool. Let's go check that out. By the way, right you want to look up this person's butt? <laughs> if you're not busy. If you're not busy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right. L- let's talk about the other, uh, the other big one. Let's talk about the big three: the high five, the fist bump, and the handshake. Let's start with the fist bump, or should we start okay. in ancient history with the? Because uh, I, I, they're all sort of variations. A hand touching another hand. Isn't that more to, like a weapons check? Didn't that start as checking for yes. weapons? Yes. So let's go with the old, oldest version. That is the handshake. Yeah. The handshake began, uh, it goes back to, I think, 500 BC was the first, uh, relic where they saw that a handshake was happening. And, uh, yeah, it began with not only I am saying that we are equals by shaking right. hands, which is a big part of shaking hands, even in modern diplomacy, I think. If you shake someone's hand, it's saying, like, for this, <laughs> if only for this moment, you and I are on the level. Uh, but it did begin as, do you have a weapon in your hand? No. And the shake came from, so the touching of the hands came from, do you have a weapon in your hand? The shaking of the hand came from, do you have a weapon up your sleeve? Right. That was how it all began. But, I mean, look, the handshake has... It's going to be hard to beat the handshake. That is that that has sealed deals for thousands of years. It's yeah, it's it's forged treaties. Don't you think it goes wrong more often than others? Like some people have wet hands. That's a problem. Some people have very weak handshakes, which is very unpleasant. Yeah. It's like I mean, they're hand. Yeah, that's that's no fun. I shook hands with a guy once in a store. A mm-hmm. salesman who I remember looking like if Dr. Frankenstein had used a cabbage patch kid to make mm-hmm. his monster, that this guy was like, <laughs> like, Oh, a cabbage patch kid or a garbage pail kid grew up oh, and it's God. this guy in an ill fitting suit. And when he shook, did his butt say, like, say Xavier Roberts? You know, he wouldn't show me. And I asked him for like a half an hour. Yeah. He, uh, when he shook hands, his like hand came on top, like a skill crane, almost like a little. Hmm. Uh, the, the fingers together and then you would like grab and just sort of wiggle your hand and it was so unpleasant Ugh. if if you it's important to have a good handshake like good firmness mm-hmm. not too firm you, you shouldn't shake the hand around a bunch like there's so many rules yeah you're not in control of someone else's hand you're not the puppeteer of their hand i think that's the that's maybe the problem with something like this is with the handshake is that it's not it's too complicated and it's got I mean, yeah, but when have we ever something being too complicated and having too much of a history? When has that ever been a a deal breaker for us? I just it's not the complicated history. It's just it can go wrong so easily. Mm-hmm. Wait, like waving to somebody. Uh, there, there's the margin for error is greater in a handshake. Yeah, there're just more mistakes to be made. And and it can be unpleasant. It can be but, so much yeah, more. Yeah, but unpleasant. life can life can be unpleasant, man. I know. This the handshake is really important. I know. And so many people suck at it. <laughs> how many really good handshakes have you had in your life versus how many terrible ones? Like um, percentage-wise. I I don't know. I don't think I've had that many terrible handshakes. And do you do the handshake into the hug? Does the handshake turn into like an elaborate thing that ends with a fist bump? I do like the, the I do like gun. The, I don't end it with a finger gun, Hal. Stop trying to get me to do finger guns. Some people do. Put your Some collar people down. Do. Put your pink polo shirt collar down. I can't. I have three other collar shirts underneath <laughs> it, and those collars are also up. Who are you, Steve Bannon? Yeah. So many Apparently collars. So. Just a, a collection of collars. Ugh. He's more collar now than man. Twisted um, and evil. <laughs> I'll tell you the, uh, the best handshake I ever had. What's your, be- what is your best handshake? Jeez. Uh, uh, you know, uh, honestly, I think Jennifer might have the best handshake. Yeah. Of anybody I know. 
All right. It's like a firm handshake. It's like firm, decisive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, you know, the worst. What? Is when somebody is a joke, they put their hand around your, your pinky knuckle and like manipulate it. So the mu- knuckle moves around and it hurts. Oh, like yeah. That's mean. mean. Yeah, it's me. See how badly it can go. But that's but that's a sign of familiarity of someone's messing with you during a handshake. Yeah, I don't like that familiarity. Like, um, you know, it'd be hilarious if I cause you physical discomfort. Yeah, I'm not here for it. Um, all right. The best handshake I ever had. Yes, I met uh, Muhammad Ali once, mm. and Muhammad Ali has the strong, obviously the strongest hands in the world. Yes. He's the greatest of all time. Insanely strong hands, firm but gentle handshake, and his hand is the size of an NFL football. (laughs) It just swallowed my hand. Wow. Yeah, and I have a picture of it. I had orange hair at the time. Um, but we saw my buddy and I saw him in, uh, in Disney World, and I guess he, and he was being ushered through very quickly, but I guess he saw me go slack jawed at seeing the greatest of all time. And upon witnessing someone who recognized his strong game, he gestured to me, pointed, and he did the point at you, and then the finger, the finger wave over, which was neither I'm in trouble or sexy time. It was Muhammad Ali saying, would you like a picture? Um, so I took a picture of me shaking hands with Muhammad Ali and I just remember thinking this is the coolest handshake I've ever had. That is awesome. I, yeah. I met him in 1991. Did you really? Look at us elevator. both meeting Muhammad Ali. That's yeah. very strange. It was out here in LA and he was in the elevator and I think his, uh, he was uh, obviously suffering from Parkinson's at the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to shake his hand. I just told him when I was a, I was an admirer mm-hmm. and said, I just wanted to say I'm a big fan. I think you're great. And that, that was it. I was happy to leave it at that. And he reached into his pocket and he had these, um, little pamphlets about Islam, like about yeah. like his, like God is love, mm-hmm. but they were pre-signed. And he gave me two by mistake because he just reached in and grabbed them to give them to me. Mm-hmm. And I gave one to my best friend, John. That's so very cool. His, yeah. We both have autographs from, uh, from, from I'm the greatest. I mean, and I just, I just watched him. I was at the, uh, National Museum of African American History and Culture. And there's a whole great, there's a great sports section, which of course has a huge thing of Muhammad Ali. And there's a video that is just hilarious things Muhammad Ali says. Like, like just the cockiest. What was, there was one, it was my favorite. It was like, he whoops me in the ring. I will publicly declare him to be the greatest on, of all time. I will get on a plane. I will leave the United States and I will never return. Like, I just, his hyperbole, nobody did hyperbole like that guy and had the game to back it up. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I mean, is, is the hand, the handshake right now, I feel like is the one to beat, but it is a juggernaut because, but, and because it's a juggernaut, do you think any of the ones we've talked about so far beat the handshake or do you think that we might have that coming up? I think we could have that coming up. I think we have it coming up. I, I, there are a lot that I like way more again, just because of the, of how poorly handshakes can go and how yeah, you've had a really, really, uh, terrible history with handshakes, buddy. Good, good ones aren't memorable. Yeah. Right. For me, I, cause it feels like you, rem- you, you remember it, but if it, if it had not been Muhammad Ali, do you think you would have remembered the handshake and how good it was? Or no. do you remember it that way? Because I would have remembered, holy crap, this guy has ginormous hands. Right. Exactly. I think that that is, I think you're remembering Muhammad Ali and like saying he had a very good handshake rather than like that is a great handshake. But that's not the reason that Don't I think that wrong. the handshake is going to be, I think the handshake is the strongest contender for victory. I think the handshake is the strongest contender because it is, it is in, I mean, it's in thousands of years of statues. I will say my favorite, actually my favorite handshake mm-hmm. um, is Spider-Man and his best Jeff- friend. Jeffrey has the best one, but I think that uh, one of my favorites is anytime I shake hands with Ben Acker because we it is a bizarre, weird handshake. The rules to which change every time we do it. <laughs> like he, 
one of us puts a hand out, the other, yeah. like, I'll put my hand out, he'll grab just the end of it, and then I will touch his hand with my pointer finger, and then he'll put his hand on top of that, and that's the handshake. Yeah. Sometimes he will not close his hand. That's yeah. one of my favorite moves of his. Yes. He'll extend his hand for a handshake and never close it, so you're just, like, grabbing his his aggressively open palm. Yeah. He's an amusing handshaker. This And this is not uh, this is not an invitation to everybody else to do it. Yeah. I think the fact that we know him very well is what makes it uh, – that's what makes it what it is. So everyone, is just come at Hal with your super limp handshakes. Oh, my gosh. Like your weird – like what was the – or like or like your aggressive, like I'm going to puppeteer your hand handshake. Uh, um, I will remember you. All right. Let's move on to the fist bump. Fist bump okay. originated uh, with boxers in the 1880s. Yep. Uh, who were to, you know, you say good game or good match or good fight before a sporting event and boxers couldn't do that because they had gloves on. Uh, so they would just bump fists. And, uh, then basketball players started doing it because they would put chalk on their hands and it would, uh, you know, it wouldn't rub off the chalk. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the athletes. I think it started as the athletes version of a handshake. Yeah. But now it's the, you know, you don't get germs. It's there's less margin for error. What do you think of a fist bump? I, I don't hate a fist bump. I like a fist bump. It's nice. It's weird when it's it's weird when someone comes at you with a fist bump because it looks like they're slowly asking if they can punch you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, this is happening. I'm gonna punch you. Yeah, nothing you can do about it. And also, uh, it leads uh, frequently to the missed half fist bump, half high five, where someone punches your palm. I love that. One of my best friends, Jordan, and I did that once by mistake. Mm-hmm. And we both laughed so hard that it is all we do now. And then Jennifer and I adopted the same thing. The punching so someone's palm. It is always like punch palm, punch palm, and that's how we do it. Who's Who punches first? Just depends. Whoever initiates. All right. Whoever's coming at them with the slow mo, I'm gonna punch yeah. your hand. The fist comes out, the other person goes flat palm, and then you then you switch. Yeah, fist bumps are great. But that segue yeah, I mean, it is what it is. of the half fist bump, half high five leads me to what I think is my favorite. Uh aside from the rock hands. I know I said that was my favorite. Um, and that is, of course, the proper high five. Mm-hmm. Do you know when the high five was invented? Three weeks ago. Close. Okay. 1977. I did not know this until today. Uh, in 1977, and this is another reason, like, I've always loved a high five. The sound is great, feels good. It's only yep. after, after you've accomplished something or are about to accomplish something. Like, a handshake can be tenuous. Um, but a high five is, this is good. It is inarguably good, whatever is happening. Um, you know, like two rivals can meet on the battlefield and shake hands to work out a treaty where one of them is going to get screwed over. And that's still a handshake. Right. They're not going to go out and high five. Um, the high five was invented. Uh, sorry to all of our San Francisco buddies out there that might be listening. The high five was invented at Dodger Stadium in 1977 when Dusty Baker hit his 30th home run of the season. And one of his teammates went out on the field or ran up to him and held his hand way up in the air. And Dusty Baker smacked his hand in that second inventing the high five. And when asked about it later, why did you slap his hand when he held it up? He said, it just felt like the right thing to do, which I can imagine Dusty Baker saying because he was the most stoic manager that the Cubs ever had. After he yeah. played for the Dodgers, he managed the Cubs 03 to 06 and just was the great stone face. So him just deadpan saying it felt like the right thing to do. Yeah, uh that seems to be the popular story that it was Dusty Baker giving a high five to Glenn Burke. Glenn Burke. Yes, uh, that is the only story that I will hear, Hal. Okay. Go blue, go Dodgers. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Are you going to give me the Louisville Cardinals basketball story? No, no, that was later. That was, and that was made up for National High Five Day. I mean, it's, it's borrowed from the, like, the, the slap me some skin, which is from jazz. Yeah, but that was always a low five. It was never done high up. Right. It was the slap me some skin was always some low five. But do you count the, is this a hand gesture or is this a form of, physical contact with someone else it's a hand gesture it's the most hand gesture it's only hands and it's hands plosively hitting one another 
in the best of ways. I just self high fived right now. How many? Yeah. You ever done a self handshake? It's weird what I do. I feel like I'm shaking hands with Bob Dole. <laughs> it's the only way you can do it. Yeah. You just have to do that way. So you, you think it's the high five? I absolutely think it's the high It'll, five. Well, I guess the high five can mean a lot. Well, it doesn't really mean a lot of things. High five just means high, high five. five just means you or I or both are awesome. Now that said, I think our final two contenders are the high five and the handshake. Do you, what would you say? I don't like the handshake. Then it's the high five by process of elimination. I don't because, because Howie Mandel, my, my partner Howie Mandel over here. Is that because I don't like, I'm fine. Listen, I got sick at Dragon Con. I don't understand. I don't understand what your aversion to the handshake is. For three weeks. Just because it goes wrong more often than it goes right. More often? Yeah. How many people, how many terrible handshakers do you come in contact with? So many. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry that you got sick for three weeks from a handshake last year at Dragon Con. I mean, I was shaking hands, hugging, like, I, you know, I, it's, I'm obviously, I don't shy away from physical contact. Right. This Which might be why that, you got sick. That's probably is why I got sick. And then I got conjunctivitis. Ugh, the worst. That when you, uh, is that like pink eye? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Pink eye is conjunctivitis. That means you got a little poop in your eye, right? That's not what it means necessarily. It means you got a little poop in your eye. It does not mean you got a little poop in your eye. It's that is a way it can How? happen. How? What? Did you did you get a little poop in your eye? I didn't get a little poop in my eye. I didn't. Okay. Ugh. I, I don't I look just because of you, wait, what? Just a little bit. All right, you got a little poop in your eye. I may have mistaken the toilet for the sink when I was washing my face. <laughs> it can happen to anybody. It can, when you're sick, you, things you go crazy. By the way, I saw an amazing uh, toilet where you wash your hands <laughs> on the back of the toilet and the water that you wash your hands with that like runs down through becomes the water that fills the tank that flushes the toilet. Brilliant. Well, that's interesting. Right? Save water. Except you get water everywhere and then you got a wet toilet seat, right? Well, I mean, are you aggressively uh, there, there are a Some lot of hand there are a lot me. of hand issues that are popping up today, Hal. People are animals, Mark. Do you really think it's, do you really think it's not the handshake? I do think it's not the handshake. In fact, I would take the bird over the handshake. Really? Yeah. How the handshake? Because the bird is fun. It's cathartic and it's fun. The handshake has shaped the history of the world. What about the handshake has hand signal? The handshake has the okay hand signal. It means okay here in the United States. It means you're a zero in France. And I've also heard that it means, uh, butthole somewhere else, but a handshake is universal. (laughs) Yes. In Mickey's magical map. Will you stop? I like that show. I didn't dislike the show. It just, no, it's just Mickey chased a butthole. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> he's, he's earned the right. He's been alive for what? A million years? He can yeah. do whatever he wants. Since 1928. Leave Grandpa Mickey alone. Yeah. He's 91 for God's sake. Yeah. It's amazing how he gets around. He's very, I want, uh, all right. Plead your case that it's not the handshake. Aside from I've had icky ones. I, it's not icky. It's, it's, there's too much that goes wrong versus going right in a handshake. Even like a high five, you're sometimes they're good, sometimes they're like you would you completely miss. Yeah, just look at the elbow. You won't miss. You look at the elbow. Yeah. And then Cecil uh Baldwin does a hilarious thing where he will uh, look at your elbow and then high five your elbow. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um Yeah, I I would take a high five over a handshake because to me it's more expressive. Well, in that case, since I, my initial thought was it's either the handshake or the high five, and you seem adamantly anti-handshake, Howie. I am anti-handshake. Then by process of elimination, I'm happy about this, because go Dodgers, it's the high five. Dodgers. (laughs) We seem really upset by this episode. People of the world. (laughs) I just want to, at this point, I just... I don't know. I don't know what I expected. The handshake in the finals, just because it's used for business? Mark. Not business. The whole world uses it for everything. When you... How? It's not the handshake. Go Dodgers. You have to do the ending. I'm not going to do Go Dodgers. I'm not saying it. 
Okay, you don't have to say go Dodgers. But when you say the winner is high five, I'll know what you mean. People of the world, <laughs> the winner is the high five. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Yeah! <laughs> Dodgers. Thank you, Sarah Borellis, for the suggestion. Yes, we love your work on Broadway. We're big fans, uh, and we loved you in Jesus Christ Superstar on NBC. Yeah. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. <laughs> Hal does not seem happy about this. Mm. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. Why don't you? Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Share your favorite hand gestures. Do you think that the handshake got short shrift? Tell us about it and I will disagree with you. And that's, we can do that because <laughs> in that group, we disagree with each other, but we do it as friends and lovers of arguments. Yeah. And that's And that is the true meaning of Christmas. And we do it with a smile and a hearty handshake. Yes. No, we don't. There's no hearty handshake. Thumbs up. I'm not. Thumbs up. Yes. High five. <sighs> Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelvin, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, as always, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. You know, I, I tell you something. I think you'll understand when I say that something is, I want to shake your hand. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.